you know, when you say, well, what about socialization? I think even though people don't intend it, the question is always child-based. But the spin that Tracy's talking about, I think is just very countercultural. but that is where the value actually of it is. She's talking about how we reach other people. Welcome back to the You Can Homeschool podcast, where Pat Fenner and Tracy Hegerman candidly discuss all things homeschooling, the good, the bad, and the brilliant. Go ahead and grab your favorite drink, find a cozy spot, and join this week's lively discussion. Welcome back to You Can Homeschool. I'm Tracy Hagerman, and I'm here once again with Pat Fenner from Breakthrough Homeschooling. And today we are going to start, our, our topic is a, a new spin on the age-old question of socialization. But today to introduce that topic to us, Tracy's going to t- start with a little story. So get comfy and uh, Tracy, go ahead. Okay, so When people think about homeschooling, one of the most common questions we get is, what about socialization? And if you Google the answer to that, you're going to get a ton of responses about homeschoolers convincing you in many ways that homeschool kids are socialized. But this is a topic that comes up over and over. But we wanted to put a new spin on it. So like Pat said, I'm, I'm a writer, and so I like to talk in stories. And this story I'm going to share with you today is going to make a point about un- thinking about socialization in a new way. So if I were to think about the definition of socialization, and I looked up a dictionary definition, I came up with the activity of mixing socially with others. Doesn't sound like much definition there. A second definition was the process of learning to behave in a way that is acceptable to society. Okay, so we want our kids to behave in a way that's acceptable to society. So I want to share with you a a story, a true story that happened to my husband and I on our honeymoon. And I've been married 30 years. So this happened a long time ago, but this story I've never forgotten. And um, hopefully it'll make the point today that I'm trying to make about this new spin on homeschooling. So um, my husband and I went on an all-inclusive water sports vacation to Jamaica in the middle of the summer. Bit crazy. It was a little too hot. But as we were coming to get on our plane to head back home, I was was in a long sleeve shirt. And my husband's like, why are you wearing a long sleeve shirt? It's like 40 degrees or in, in the States, over 100 degrees. And I said, oh, because there's always air conditioning on the plane and I'm always cold. So I thought I'd put this on and I'd be fine on the plane. So we proceeded to get on the plane, found our seats, put our, you know, luggage in the bins, got in our seats and started to sweat because the air, air cannot go on on the plane until they actually physically close the door and start everything up. So, but it was only a few minutes from when we were supposed to, you know, close up the door. So I thought, okay, I, I was really hot with this shirt, but I thought, okay, no big deal. 
So 10 minutes go by and then 20 minutes and everybody seems to be seated and they're not saying anything, but the plane is definitely not moving and the door is still open. And then 30 minutes go by and people are starting to grumble and complain and call the stewardesses over. And she said, we're just waiting for a, another two people. It won't be long. So for about 40 minutes later, this couple gets on the plane. And by this time, I know I'm thinking, like, why did we wait? Usually you just take off. So this couple gets on the plane and the last two seats in the plane were not together. They were quite spread apart. So I see the man whisper something to the stewardess and then she gets on the and makes the announcement that would anyone be willing to move so this couple could sit together? Now, I don't know about you, but I'm like, come on, we've been waiting 40 minutes. I'm sweating in this big long shirt I, got. <laughs> I have on and I wasn't the only one sort of grumbling and nobody, nobody moved. Nobody moved at all. And so the, the stores repeated, would anyone please be able to move so this couple can sit together? And so the lady in front of me got up because there was one empty seat in front of us, but she got up and she said, fine, I'll move back. Can we just hurry up and get going? I'm going to miss my next plane. So this couple proceeded to get on. Finally, they closed the door. The plane took off. The air went on. Great. Everything's great. So all of a sudden, the man kitty corner to me in the front pushes his chair back and I can see the lady um, through the seat and I can see that she is crying. She is just her, her shoulders are heaving and she is just crying. And so I look around and I find a tissue and I pass it through the seat and I said, are you okay? And she turned around and she said, thank you very much. She said, no, I'm not okay. We learned that our one and only son was in a motorcycle accident. He has died. And this was the first flight we could get out to go and identify the body. And then she turned around and did, you know, whatever she did with her tissue. And I sat there with my mouth hanging open. And I thought, here we are, everybody on this plane, judge this this couple. And to make it even worse, when they finally did sit down and the plane took off, everybody had clapped. What had we done? What had we all done? We had looked at this couple and we had judged them without knowing anything. We had judged them. So now I'm going to take this back to a new spin on an age old question. We want our kids to be socialized. We want that the activity of them socially mixing with others. Well, I want to take that to a new level. I wanted my kids to see other people, not just what they look like physically, not just, you know, what job they had or, or what they've achieved in life or what, you know, how good they were at school. I wanted my kids to see the unseen. And so what one of the things that we did in homeschooling is we spent a huge amount of our time volunteering to give back to other people. And to me, this is one of the best ways to help your kids actually see other people without judging them. This can be anything from going to um, like a, you know, uh, uh, an elderly home where maybe people don't get visitors and they can go in and bring little um, drawings they've made or cards 
for grandma's day or whatever. It could be as simple as bringing muffins to the neighbor next door. One thing that homeschooling does is when our kids are constantly in interaction and in our environment, we see them and we can correct their behavior quite quickly. So I'm going to let Pat extend on this a little bit more. Wow. (laughs) That's a tough act to follow, Tracy. I love that story. And, uh, and I love the heart, you know, what you pulled out of that too, from, uh, you know, for your homeschool. I have to say though, it, it, the definition that you gave, uh, especially the second part of that definition about, you know, um, acceptable form. Can you read that again? The second Sure. The process of learning to behave in a way that is acceptable to society. Okay. And that's where I, where I stumble uh, in a good way though, because honestly, what you did reaching out isn't always seen as acceptable. I think the, what is defined, this is at least in my experience, what is defined as acceptable is mind your own business, stay in your own lane, don't, don't mess with other people kind of thing. You know, like it certainly don't get into their faces about their personal business, which to me is not acceptable. I, I feel what you are trying to do is much better. And a quote I w- read recently kind of contradicts your definition, but, but I still agree with it. It's uh, don't confuse socialization with institutionalization, meaning we, we think we have to, or we're supposed to send our kids to school to an institution, okay, so that they can become socialized or get or learn how to behave in acceptable ways to society. But, you know, think about what you, in your own experience, mom, you know, if you're listening to this, like, what, what do you know of, or not that you agree with it, but what do you know of our behaviors that are socially acceptable? Certainly, I would have to say that Tracy's reaching out wouldn't be socially acceptable. You know, like most people wouldn't do that, wouldn't care enough, wouldn't just have a concern and and a vision for who, you know, what other people are suffering through. You know, there's that saying, we all, you know, treat people kindly because we all have, we we all have struggles that, you know, all people, everybody's struggling through something. I think that, so that's the, that's the trap that we fall into is that we think that socialization only happens. Well, well, since we're talking homeschooling only happens for our kids in a school. And I think there's so many other lessons that can't or aren't taught in a school about socialization that bring value. And certainly what Tracy's talking about uh, is a huge part of it. You know, our kids aren't taught to see with their heart you know, to really see other people, um, it's definitely fit in, you got to fit in. And um, I don't think that's a beneficial approach to socialization. Well, you know, the interesting thing you're saying is I handed her a tissue, but I was as guilty as everybody else on that plane because I reacted the same way. I was frustrated. I was hot. I was, you know, we're behind, Uh, you know, there were other people trying to get another flight and all of us were focused on ourselves Mm -hmm. and not realizing that the, the reason they were waiting is this was an exceptional situation. And this couple needed to be on that plane and they needed to sit together but they didn't need it being, you know, everyone told the reason, right? Because that was new information to them that they were trying to process. The the whole plane didn't need to know that. And so it's just that, you know, when I gave the tissue and sat back, 
I felt so bad because I had judged and I thought, I won't do that again. I won't do that. If somebody tries to get in front of me in the car, you know, cuts me off, I'm going to let them go. And I'm going to think maybe there's a pregnant woman in that car who needs to get to the hospital. Right. It's just a new way of thinking. And I just think with homeschooling, you know, we have that opportunity to to open the eyes of our children more so because we're with them more often. So when they're own when they're in school, they're with their peers and their peers haven't are probably in many times at the same maturity level they are. So, you know, if they're spending recess with their peers, um, it's not a bad thing. It's, it's not a bad thing, but I really think that in the homeschooling, when people talk, what about socialization? My answer is socialization. We got that covered baby because we are on top of it and we're, we're, taking time and we're scheduling in time so that our kids can volunteer and go to the food bank and go see the other people that are in need and really see them with their hearts and realize that that's part, that's the best part of life. If we can love each other like that, then to me, that's the best part of socialization. Mm-hmm. I think this relates to uh, another episode that we did was uh when we're worried about focusing on the wrong things and that that talked a lot about character development and everything. And this really relates to that. The socialization and character development is part of that. It's just, now, you know, and just, I think being aware of of this, what we're talking about, this aspect of socialization doesn't mean that you're never going to do it. Like, I, I think that's great, Tracy, that you, you, you went in with that attitude, like, I'm never going to do that again. And, and it's good to have that heart. But it's also important to realize that we're human. And we do come from this culture that says, me, 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 and how does this affect me? And, and how am I feeling? You know, and forget about anybody else. So that's going to happen. But, the, you know, the more we are able to be aware of other people and, and make that effort. And, and it, initially, it is going to have to be very a conscious effort. You know, oh, it's not about me. Look, she's crying. There's an issue there. You know, readjusting your approach. But eventually, the desire and the hope is that that will be your go-to response, but you know, Hey, we're human. Yeah. And, and also like, I think it's, you know, as, as a parent, we have the opportunity to lead by example. So, you know, it's just like if I sometimes get together uh, in a social situation and a bunch of my really good friends are there. And the first thing I want to do is I want to go over and be with them. But then I notice somebody who's a little quieter or new to the group And I think, oh, this is my break. You know, I've been homeschooling. This is my break. But then my heart says, you know, they're new. They don't know anyone. Bring them into the group. And so it's modeling that behavior with our kids. So when we go to the park and they're playing tag or whatever with their homeschool friends, and there's that little boy in the, you know, they're kind of on his own, not, not doing too much, that my kids could see that because I modeled it, Mm -hmm. you know, that go ask that boy. And again, I'm not saying this doesn't happen in school. I think teachers, you know, my heart goes out to teachers trying to instill knowledge in in this huge group every day in their class. But I just think that homeschooling affords so much more opportunity for what I want to call is the new spin on socialization, which is seeing others and responding to others. Yeah, because really, it's not, you know, when you say, well, what about socialization? I think even though people don't intend it, the question is always, uh, you know, like child-based. It's kind of a selfish, and I don't mean this. I, I don't mean this as uh, to knock people who are 
asking about this because they, I don't think they know it's, they don't have this attitude, but the feeling, the approach is always, well, what about your kids? Like, isn't that selfish for your, your kids aren't going to grow. You know, it's like very kid centered, but the spin that Tracy's talking about and that I think is just very countercultural, but that, you know, is where the value actually of it is, is that she's talking about how we reach other people, how we bring other people in. So it's not that we don't know how to interact or we're antisocial or unsocial. It's that we're being sensitive and aware of the people around us and how do we bring them into a circle and make them feel included. And, oh my gosh, I mean, that has ramifications on all kinds of levels, you know, dealing with other races and uh, all kinds of things, you know, mm -hmm. and this is a way to, to encourage a, an open conversation a non-judgmental conversation a way that we can get to know people by really stepping kind of into their shoes, you know, for a little while and trying to look through their eyes about things. And, and that's, that's the socialization that can really help our kids and really help our society. I'm going to go big picture here. You know, it's not just about our kids. It's about our, our world, you know, our culture, our society. Mm -hmm. I, I wanted to share one little quick uh, story is um, my son is a what I would call extreme introvert. And so for him going into a, a new situation, he usually hangs back, he'll observe, he won't, he might not interact immediately. Um, and when we, he first started going to a youth group, one of the things the leaders did is they greeted the kids at the door by name. So it's a Oh, hi, what's your name, whatever, and they would remember. So the next time they came in, it's like, Oh, hi, Kent, how are you? And my son said that he kept going back because he felt so welcomed, like somebody saw him and he kept going back and back and back and back. And as a result of that, you know, all these years later, he has maintained a number of those friendships that started in that, that youth group. And just has these adult friends um, that I think is so wonderful, especially for a male as well, where sometimes women are, are better at the uh -huh. socialization thing. So, but again, he said it was because he felt seen and welcome and somebody reached out their hand and said, what's your name? We're so happy that you're here. Yeah. That's a neat technique that you can teach your kids. Uh, Cause I'm always really bad at, uh, names that remembering names I, I hate it I mean I try so hard of course as you get older it gets harder too but if you can find a way that for you to teach or encourage your kids to to remember people's names and there's a lot of different techniques you can use out there and in uh, ways to do that but just think about it you know when you hear your name when you hear someone use your name that it just builds almost that instant bridge you know to somebody like you might not still know them very well or whatever but you're a little more open to to knowing them and learning about them and sharing who you are and so that's a that's a that's a really neat thing to you know just a way to start doing this different kind of socialization yeah so you know when people ask you are they socialized I think some of that stems from the term homeschool that we're always at home and the big joke I always make is we homeschool but we're never home <laughs> We're out and about in the community learning and trying to serve as the best we can. Yeah. So that's our spin on, on socialization and homeschooling. So, and, and I'd encourage those of you who might be listening to this that are, uh, you know, worried about you or my kids, you know, checking off all the boxes and learning the right things and keeping up to speed and all that stuff. Uh, 
to you know take a page out of uh, Tracy's notebook or whatever and do some volunteer work rather than fret about if the kids are learning all they're supposed to be learning. Uh, get out in the community, start serving people, make the emphasis, take the emphasis off of you, the kids, the academics kind of thing, and, and broaden, broaden your vision, broaden your, your scope of where you can learn, what can be learned, and don't make it so grade centric, you know, book centric and academic centric. We did volunteer work too. And I'll, I'll tell you, it's, it, it not only is an incredible learning experience and a giving back experience, but it's also a family bonding experience. You know, you learn, uh, you get a lot of memories together and stuff. So uh, yeah, socialization. And the, also the upside of the socialization thing is that uh, your kids will learn how to interact with different age ages and age groups. So it's not only a peer, because think about this, when your kids go into the real world, uh, you know, whether it's work or career or whatever, they're not going to be only dealing with their peers. You know, you don't have a homogenous age group in your department at work, you know, or whatever. Uh, so they will have to learn how to deal with other age, you know, other age people and other situ life situations. And if you brought them up to kind of think about what other people are going through, what other people might be feeling and thinking, that's a no brainer. They can, they can just bring everybody together. There'll be such a unifying force in a, in a department or area at work, they'll be a welcome part of the team. Yeah, and, and there's also, um, I, I had done a talk for a parenting conference and I had done some research beforehand. And there is a lot of research that actually demonstrates that kids who volunteer and adults who volunteer Actually, it um, it helps prevent um, mental health issues because they're so a lot of times teens are depressed or that. But if they're feeling like they're, you know, doing something, there's that feeling you get when you're giving to someone else. It really, really does help with their uh, mental health. So there's there's another caveat for uh, volunteering and making that a part of your homeschool. And so that way they'll be socialized. Yeah. And yeah, and that mental health thing, that's, that's interesting uh, and to, to learn, you know, we're going to be doing an episode or we have done an episode on uh, mental health and anxiety and stress, because it's very, especially during the pandemic, it's, you know, really kind of growing at exponentially. And uh, who knows, socialization could help with that. <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I think that's, that's probably covered that socialization topic for today. So we will see you or maybe you'll hear us next week. Right. And remember, you can homeschool and it can be really awesome. Right. Have a great day. Yeah, take care, everybody. <laughs>